Okay, welcome back to the podcast, Thinking Like God, sponsored by Shiva Shemvaver and Chazdei Chaim, ChazdeiChaimGemach.com or Living-Kindness.org. Um, just to refresh our memories, this podcast is... Uh, covering the Midrash. We're going to finish it now. Um, the last two Pashas and Bereshis. And we're trying to list the uh, different acts of Chesed that's done either by Hashem or other people. And we can see how the Chesed is so prominent in Hashem's eyes. We see so far we've done uh, the Pashas and Barashas, probably over a hundred chesodim that we see done. So that's a very important aspect in life, is that we should be cognizant of chesed that's done for us, chesed that we do for others, chesed that um, we experience from Hashem uh, all day. And this um, will be a um, inspiration for us to continue doing chasadim and to think of ways to be uh, aware of what needs uh, uh, have arisen around us that, that that needs tending to what people need what um, our families need what we need for ourselves Doing chesed for ourselves is also important because that uh, will enable us to uh, be true uh, servants of Hashem. So we're up to Pashas Vayigash, and we see in Vayigash that we're going to list over uh, seven, about seven chesedim, just in the beginning of Vayigash. Starting with when Yehuda confronted Yosef to save Binyamin from being taken by him, he became enraged. He was prepared to give up his own life to save Binyamin by threatening the viceroy who was standing in front of him that he could return him to his father as he had promised. So... Yehuda wanted to uh, make a point to Yosef, the viceroy, his brother in Mitzrayim, that uh, he will do anything to fulfill the promise to his father that he would bring back Benjamin. So the first chesed was that Yehuda was ready to give up even his own life to save Benjamin. And how do we see that? Because uh, he's in a strange country, uh, and they have their army, and here Yehuda is uh, confronting the king in a very um, a confrontational way that would be dangerous for him. Still in all, he's ready to do it. During this confrontation, Yehuda let out a very loud scream, so loud that Hushim, the son of Dun, who was deaf, and Erez Canaan sensed his uncle was in distress. Imagine how loud it was, even his deaf son heard it. 
in, in Eretz Canaan, and he rushed to Egypt to help his uh, his uncle Yehuda. And when he came together, they howled like a lion and a hyena. Says the Medrash. So that was the second Chesed that you see Chushim perform for Yehuda. Brothers standing there also joined in. And they started kicking up the ground with their feet, whirling up mounds of earth in order to scare Yosef and get Benjamin released. So that's the third chesed that the brothers joined in. Naphtali, who was a swift runner, was dispatched by Yehuda during the show of strength to see how many districts there are in Egypt. So that the brothers can be divided to kill out all of the people. So that's the fourth chesed that Naphtali... Uh, went to count all the districts. Imagine what the task that was to run around all of Egypt. He returned with the report that there were 12 sections. Yehuda said, I'll take three, which leaves nine, one district for each brother. Not including, of course, Benjamin and Yosef, so you have altogether 12 districts that they're going to cover. So that was the, um, so far, four chasadim that was done. Continuing on in the Parsha, after um, they had finished this confrontation and Yosef already could not uh, hold himself in, he was ready to reveal himself. But before he did so, he sent out all the Egyptians that were there in the room, the soldiers, the ministers, all the servants. Why? So that they... Um, brothers will not be embarrassed in front of them when they're going to um, hear the revelation from Yosef, which, go, which would be um, for them, uh, in a way, a, a, a sign of guilt of what they had done. So that was a chesed number five that Yosef did to send out all the um, people standing there. The brothers were unable to answer Yosef, who uh, asked uh, uh, when he said, Ani Yosef, I am Yosef, and my father's still alive. Because of shame that they had, and the, the shock that this was Yosef all along, talking to them in Mitzrayim. This is a reminder, Chesed number six, is this is a reminder to us, how we will react on the day of judgment when Hashem will reveal Himself to us and announce, I am Hashem. So this is, a, a, in a way, a chesed that Hashem gave us an opportunity to compare ourselves to that reaction that the brothers had and be able to uh, imagine how it's going to be on the day of judgment for us. Okay, that was number six. Moving on, when Yosef sent the brothers back home to tell the father the good news, Yosef told them that proof that you should tell the father that I am Yosef is that the last halacha that our father Yaakov taught me was Egla Rufa, which includes the law of escorting someone. So, this was uh, a proof that Actually, it was Yosef in Mitzrayim who was uh, all along uh, 
communicating with the brothers. And only I, Yosef says, could know that fact, says, and says Yosef. But he warned them not to debate this halacha on the way, which may cause the brothers to realize the extensive atonement needed for bloodshed. Of course, if they're going to discuss this halacha on the way back about Egla Rufa, so they may get into a blame game, blaming each other for the uh, intentions that they had to kill Yosef, because the Egla um, uh, Rufa teaches us how you have to bring Bezdin from both set both both cities where a, a corpse was found and they have to um, uh, swear that they were not uh, uh, negligent in the cause of this death and that they have to they kill an a, a animal at that place so you see the extent that it goes uh, when uh, somebody is found dead and this is what they tried to do to Yosef, so therefore it would cause a, um, a, a, a dis- dispute between them. So Yosef told them, and that was, that was the chesed, that he warned them, don't even debate it. Because so he foresaw that what could happen if they would. So this also is a chesed for us to remember, that when we can p- prevent a problem, and we have an opportunity that arises that we can give other people advice that would prevent problems for them, we should do so. You know, sometimes we see a person is heading in the wrong direction, either in general, he, he needs to know who, how to get somewhere, and, you know, he doesn't know, you can give him directions. Or if a person is um, trying to solve a problem, but is doing it in the wrong way, so you could give him advice that would help him save a lot of aggravation. And also, if a person is going to lose money because of a, um, a venture that he wants to go into. So if you know better and you advise him, that would be a big chesed on your part. Okay, so that's Pasha's Vayigash. Now we'll go on to Pasha's Vayichi. And count Vayichi or she eight chesed that we're going to count. From the Medrash. All is well that ends well. This is a quote from the Medrash, Leketov. It refers to Yaakov, who was granted by Hashem to live in peace and happiness the last 17 years of his life in Mitzrayim. So this was a chesed Hashem granted to Yaakov. And the, Mishnah, the, the Medrash actually used those words, all is well that ends well, that we use that expression often in our lives. So, Yaakov, while he was Mitzrayim, he saw Yosef as a ruler. All his sons were tzaddikim following in his path. And therefore, the Ruch HaKodesh returned to him, rested upon him during this time. And that was a uh, chesed number two, that Hashem had returned the Ruch HaKodesh to Yaakov and gave him a lot of peace of mind and um, ability to... Uh, have nachas, nachas from his family. The third chesed, Yosef agrees to bury Yaakov in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, Yaakov had asked Yosef 
that he should promise him to he will do this and uh, Yosef agrees and, and promises to do so and the reason why Yaakov wanted to be buried in Eretz Yisrael is because during the time of Tchisa Mason where the body has to roll to Eretz Yisrael he shouldn't have to endure that so Medjish brings that reason and other reasons too why uh, Yaakov would prefer to be buried in Eretz Yisrael so at this meeting between Yaakov and Yosef, Yaakov bows down to the Shekhinah, which is above the bed of a sick person, to thank Hashem that his wish has been granted, that Yosef will bury him in Eretz Canaan. So when uh, Yosef agreed to do so, so Yaakov uh, showed an expression of gratitude to Hashem by bowing down. This is an example that we'll, we get from Hashem, even though it seems that someone else is providing the service. It would seem that Yosef should get the credit here, but instead Yaakov thanks Hashem for allowing him to succeed in this matter. So we have to always remember that where the chesed is coming from. Chesed number four is that Hashem ha, ha, has granted uh, Yaakov his, his wish. And therefore, in our lives also, we have to recognize, even though somebody may be providing for us a chesed, where is it actually stemming from? Always um, give gratitude to Hashem for allowing things to um, play out in our favor. Okay, then, as time goes on, Ephraim, who used to learn with um, Yaakov, in Mitzrayim, he informed Yosef that Yaakov was ill, and Yosef's wife Osnas told Yosef that he should go with the children and to get the brachas for for them. This is uh, Chesed number five that Osnas uh, got involved, and it seems like uh, if she wouldn't have um, told him to do this, he wouldn't have gone. Yeah, I don't know, he would forget. maybe he forgot to get a bracha, or he didn't want to bother Yaakov, but Asnas, um, she uh, inspired him and encouraged him to go to get brachas from Yaakov. When Yosef and his sons came to Yaakov, he sat up in bed, not only because Yosef was a king, but also he was worried that if he gave the brachas lying down, people would think that he gave the brachas with an unclear mind. So it wouldn't be taken seriously. So by exerting himself to sit up, he gave more value to the brachas. So that's um, chesed number six, that Yaakov exerted himself, which was very hard for him, in order to give more um, precious, uh, preciousness to the brachas and value that they should have. Yaakov told Yosef that Ephraim and Ash, and Ephraim will have equal status as the other Shvatim. As Hashem told him in that he would have a Kahal Goyim, assembly of nations. So this is what Hashem meant, that there will be assembly of nations. Who's going to be these uh, nations it's Like uh, in addition to his uh, children? So this is Ephraim and Asha, who are the grandchildren, who are who will be coming like the Shvatim themselves.
And that is the um, chesed number seven that uh, Hashem had uh, promised uh, Yaakov that this is going to be in the future. At that point, suddenly, it was evident that the Ruch HaKodesh departed from Yaakov. So Yosef and his sons fell on, the face, on their faces and prayed that it should return. They prayed, they prayed very hard, and so finally it did return to Yaakov. And then Yaakov could bless them. Of course, without the Ruch HaKodesh, he wouldn't be able to give proper bracha. So that was Chesed number 8, that the uh, children, Yosef and the children, Davin that the Ruch HaKodesh come back. And because uh, he, he had uh, the reason why he lost Ruch HaKodesh, uh, the measure brings is because he saw in the future that there were going to be some Rishayim coming out from uh, Menashe and Ephraim. Mm. So he wanted to make sure that uh, they, these children were legitimate, which Joseph proved, and that after they had David, the Rokhush came back. So you see also the power of the tefillah. Again, we see an example where tefillah can actually do something so uh, incredible as to bring back the Rokhush that Jacob lost. So having in mind all these chasadim that uh, we see done in these parishes, it's a big uh, inspiration for us, and it should be a source for uh, uh, the organization, Chazde Chaim, memory of uh, Tati Mami, who lived a life of chesed, and uh, always uh, guests in the house, uh, there was always things that they done to help people in many ways, and uh, we, Baruch Hashem, were able to learn from them and have um, also in our lives uh, families that are Bali Chesed and Bali Amuna and uh, active participants in the community to help um, people in uh, all, all areas of their needs. Okay, until next time, be well. And Mitchell, we should have a... Um, a good uh, summer, and um, hopefully we'll start Rosh Chodesh El with the next Chumash, Ganesh Shemos.